Good afternoon and welcome to the ILT Radio Network, Iowa's own Lean Transformation Station. This program is committed to the advancement of lean thinking here in the state of Iowa and beyond. And uh, this is our first program. And my guest today is Teresa Hay McMahon. She is the Executive Director of the Iowa Lean Consortium. And I'd like to welcome you to the show. Good afternoon, Teresa. Good afternoon, and thanks very much, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here. As we get started here with this, uh, this first of, of many uh, programs here on the ILC Radio Network, I did want to ask you, tell us a little bit about uh, your background as we get into talking about what the ILC is. And the ILC, for those that may not know, stands for the Iowa League Consortium. And what I would like to do, Teresa, is just get an update from you on your background and your own personal experience with lean. And by the way, uh, we're doing this as a live show, and that happened to be a fire alarm that they're testing. <laughs> and I'm in a hotel right now, so uh, disregard that. But hey, uh, Teresa, what can you tell us about your experience and background? Well, it might surprise some of our members to know that I'm a recovering lawyer, and I actually spent 25 years working in government, uh, specifically for the state of Iowa. The good news is that uh, I'm a recovering lawyer uh, be- and was introduced initially to lean in 2003 when I worked for the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. Uh, we experienced our first lean event, a Kaizen event, that year, thanks to a coalition of private sector businesses that introduced it to us. In 2004, I began to implement uh, lean continuous improvement activities for the Department of Natural Resources, and from there, uh, that work spread into other executive branch agencies, and uh, I've fortunately been able to continue working with lean uh, now 13 years later. How long uh, – so, so – it's interesting and it's encouraging to hear that, that lean uh, uh, taking place and continuous improvement within, uh, within the, uh, the government and executive branch uh, areas. Um, are you seeing the impacts of that? I know that, uh, that the ILC works with, with many different uh, sectors within the Iowa economy, and one of those is uh, public as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. We have, and not only does the state of Iowa belong, we also have individual cities and counties that belong to the consortium. So as, as, uh, as we go along here, I de- definitely want to get into talking with you on how you uh, work with those uh, organizations, both public and private. But for those listeners who may not be familiar with Lean, uh, what, what is it? And, uh, and how does it help Iowa businesses? Absolutely. There are a lot of different definitions of lean, although they tend to be variations around uh, the theme. Uh, so no matter what particular words you use, um, it's basically a management system, a way of doing business, which supports a culture that teaches people to identify waste and then uh, helps them to solve those problems through nonstop involvement and, and continuous improvement. I must say that my personal favorite definition of lean is that it is common sense uncommonly applied. Sometimes when you hear about things that were done as part of a lean continuous improvement effort, well, shoot, that's just 
right in front of all of us, and typically it is. Mm-hmm. So part of much of what Lean does is it helps us see waste. Uh, that's that part of developing individuals to become problem solvers. Uh, so we want people to develop uh, the ability to see what's going on around them, uh, to ask questions, to think creatively. And there's no organization uh, in the public or private sector that couldn't benefit from having this mm-hmm. kind of culture and by developing their people. So it's it's more than just about hey, here's a, a uh, continuous improvement tool. It's, I mean, on a, on a technical or a manufacturing side, it's, it's the entire environment, the culture of the organization? Absolutely. It's really critical. You can implement all the tools you want, but if you're not fundamentally changing the culture within which you're working, uh, ultimately you won't sustain. Um, and that's what certainly... Uh, it's not unique to members of the ILC. Uh, all implement lean. If they just apply the tools, they're ultimately not going to sustain their efforts, uh, and they're not going to experience that fundamental culture development. Uh, for those of you, again, that uh, that are just uh, listening to the show, we're talking here with Teresa Hay McMahon. She's the executive director of the Iowa Lean Consortium. And you can find the Iowa Lean Consortium at iowalean.org. That is correct, is it not, Teresa? Yes, it is. All right, excellent. iowalean.org, and you can find out information there. But uh, what we're talking about here is is the role of of Lean in Iowa, and actually uh, the role of the ILC with uh, spreading, I guess, the message of Lean and uh, and helping organizations integrate that into. Uh, their overall uh, management system, and as, as you mentioned, the, the way that they do business. How did the ILC uh, get started? Because you mentioned that, geez, back in 2003, you were involved uh, with Lean. I myself was about 2004 is when I got involved with, uh, with Lean and continuous improvement. So how did the ILC get, uh, get started? Well, it really grew out of that initial effort within uh, state government uh, because what developed initially just between the Iowa Department of Natural Resources and the coalition of private sector businesses that introduced Lean to us was a collaborative effort that grew to encompass multiple agencies within the executive branch of Iowa state government and more individual uh, private sector companies. And it became apparent that, uh, well, first of all, we knew that lean would work in government well as it works in any other uh, organization or private sector business. Uh, secondly, we also knew that uh, it, has, it was really taking off in healthcare within Iowa because, uh, again, mm-hmm. a coalition of private sector businesses was also busy introducing it to the Iowa hospitals. And so uh, there was really an interest in uh, learning from each other. If government could learn from the private sector and healthcare could learn from the private sector, and we saw manufacturing companies could learn from service and transaction companies and vice versa, uh, then it seemed that there was a need, uh, a business need, that wasn't being filled in Iowa, that 
where we could bring lean practitioners together to learn from each other, no matter what sector they were operating in. And so Mm -hmm. we, uh, in October of 2009, we brought together a team of 14 individuals representing manufacturing, service and transaction, education. We decided if we were interested in creating a lean entity, we should use a lean tool to do so. And so we had Mm -hmm. a a design for lean event uh, where we had, it was a facilitated two and a half day event with uh, essentially the 14 of us locked in a conference room and talking about, well, what would it look like? How would it work? What would we do? What is the value proposition that we're putting together to fill this business need? Uh, Over the course of uh, the winter of 2009 and 10, we did our, our post work. We recruited a board of directors. And in March of 2010, we had our first board meeting. 2010, March now, geez, that's uh, 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 seven years. And uh, how have you seen, how have you seen uh, the integration of, of lean into the businesses then in the state over those, over those seven years? Well, we what, have uh, what, uh, what indication, we, or I guess, or, or what uh, uh, what things are you seeing that uh, maybe there's a, an, an additional call for it, or need for it, or organizations are uh, uh, adapting it uh, uh, better? Absolutely, I think there are a couple of aspects to that. Uh, we certainly have some members of the consortium that are very new to Lean and are looking for some some basic learning around the tools. But what we have with many of our members is that they have been on this lean journey for an extended period of time. Uh, So they're really focused on things like that culture and sustainment Mm -hmm. and lean leadership. Uh, I think those are the top three things that come up time and again uh, in terms of what our members are looking to strengthen their learning on. That's what they want to talk about. That's what they're wrestling with. And it's not unique to any one sector. Uh, those are universal concerns with all of our members. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned uh, members. Uh, uh, and so how, how – we'll take this opportunity to – how does someone become a, a member of, uh, of the ILC? Well, it's extremely simple to become a member of the ILC. You can do it all online. If you go to our website, as you mentioned, it's iowalean.org and you click on the option that says join us, uh, on that page you'll see that there is an online application. You simply uh, fill it out. Uh, For organizations, we offer a sliding scale that is based on the number of employees uh, in your organization. Uh, And so it's very simple to become a member. Uh, And and so it ranges all the way from just an individual uh, person uh, like myself, and, and uh, as a disclaimer, I happen to be a member of the I, of the Iowa Lean Consortium, um, and we're very also, happy about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Large large organizations as well. Then I would assume. Absolutely, you can be an individual member, and for the uh, on the small end, you know we have uh, companies with uh, five people, and we have organizations 
uh, with 30,000 plus. So we have the full range of size. We have the full range of experience. Some are mm-hmm. two months into their lean journey, and some are more than 20 years. Um, and then, of course, as we've discussed, from every sector of the economy. I've mentioned it a couple of times, uh, at least what, what I envision as, as the mission, and I know you, you've, I'm sure that it has been said throughout our, our conversation here. But can you very succinctly identify for us and, and the listeners, what is, what's the mission of the ILC, the Iowa Lean Consortium? Absolutely. The ILC aspires to be a national leader in promoting a culture of operational excellence by connecting our members through world-class learning and networking opportunities. Give me, give me, if you would, then, an example of that, that connection. How do you make connections? I know... Uh, if anyone goes out to the to the website, there's there's events, things like that. What are some of the other things that uh, that the ILC does to make that connection? Absolutely, we provide our members, for example, a member directory so that uh, they can readily contact other members uh, if they're whether they're looking for a benchmarking opportunity or to follow hmm. up on a connection they made at an event. We have a shared training calendar which is when some of our members have an in-house training, uh, such as a Pella Corporation or H&I. As a couple of examples, they will hold seats open for ILC members to attend and participate in those trainings at no cost. Um, And we also have, as part of that connection, we have an online members forum where our members can share questions and ideas and input it's kind of that safe space where you can reach out and say, I'm struggling with, uh, you know, this issue in our lean journey. Has anyone else dealt with this? Or we're looking for some training materials on this particular um, aspect, uh, mid-level supervisor training, for example. Does anyone else do that kind of thing? Uh, so we have a lot of ways that we, we try to really enhance section and networking aspects for our membership. One of the newest ways that we're doing that is through Lean Coffees. Um, we currently have operating Lean Coffees in Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, and uh, Fort Dodge. Uh, yet this week, we will have our first Lean Coffee in uh, Ames. And in May, we will have our first lean coffees in the Cedar Valley and in Omaha. So we have found that uh, these are a tremendous connection point for our members. They've been very popular. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned uh, Omaha, and I was uh, that's where actually I'm I'm calling from here today. And I was just uh, with visiting with uh, uh, folks at Airlight. And uh, yesterday, I spent uh, a day there working uh, with uh, with some of their team on some. Uh, uh, there's some individuals going through some uh, uh, Lean Six Sigma Green Belt, and we're we're talking about uh, some communication and facilitation uh, skill sets that go along with that. And uh, understand they're participating in the Lean Coffee. Is that correct? Yes, they are. 
and Airlight was one of our first members in Nebraska. And we have an increasing number of members in Nebraska, both in the manufacturing sector, such as Airlight Plastics and DiStefano Technologies, as well as uh, companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield of Nebraska and Mutual of Omaha. So as as uh, um, we're thinking about the, the different organizations and um, the ways in which which the ILC can uh, can assist, um, what are some of the particular challenges? I know you mentioned some tools, leadership, culture, things like that. What are some of the particular challenges or I guess maybe the trends of challenges that you are seeing, you and, and the leadership team there, the board at, uh, at the ILC? Uh, challenges, I guess, within within these organizations and, and industries. Mm-hmm. With some with some organizations, of course, um, that just as an example are closely tied to the agricultural industry. As you know, the ag markets fluctuate up and down. It can sometimes prove challenging for them to mm-hmm. uh, allow their people to have the time to get some of the learning opportunities and to be able to take advantage of those uh, that they may need. Uh, so that can certainly be uh, a challenge sometimes. Um, I'm sorry, you the go right ahead, Lisa. The other thing that we see sometimes, uh, of course, is that um, upper management or leadership might say, well, this is good stuff. I want you all to do this. Great. Go forward and make our company better, but they're not necessarily walking the talk. And so the individuals who have been charged with implementing lean or leading that that lean journey, um, they don't have the backing of their leadership necessarily. And so that's uh, an example of, you know, a a real challenge that you can run into. Uh, Many companies uh, try, they, they try more than once to really get lean going uh, because it does depend on the degree to which they figure out that it is about developing and not just about giving people some tools and expecting them to do good things. We've talked uh, a little bit about, uh, you know, what, what lean is, Uh, what, what is lean not, I guess, let me put it that way. What is lean not? Well, that's a great question, Steve. Uh, that is such a good question and, and one that uh, many times uh, individuals that are are new to this concept, they're as worried about what it is not as they are about what it is. So it is, it is not uh, a reduction in force. It's not a way to get rid of people. Uh, it is not about micromanaging uh, individuals and uh, trying to you know, get them to just rush through their work so that things are done uh, more quickly, uh, for example. Those are a couple of the the biggest things. And a third one that I want to make sure to emphasize as well is it's not a flavor of the month. Many times, again, public or private sector, uh, when people hear about something like we're going to do continuous improvement, we're going to do lean, um, then – the immediate thought is, well, we've done all these other things. Nothing else lasted. This won't either. Uh, because lean really is a way of doing business. 
Uh, it's not something that you you impose on top of the business. It it should become uh, how you work day in and day out. Uh, so whether that is uh, a frontline individual or whether it's the CEO, um, you know, it, whether it's uh, every person that's to a leadership role, regardless of their title, um, it's the uh, coaching and development uh, that should happen throughout the organization. So definitely not a flavor of the month. Are you seeing a, a greater indication of, of leadership being involved um, with, as a result of the membership? What I mean by that is sometimes with members uh, or memberships, it, uh, yeah, you go ahead and go, you know, and they'll send people. Uh, but are you seeing a, a, an increase or a greater level of involvement of, of the leaders? Again, I think that really varies um, mm-hmm. by organization. Um, each each one has a unique personality, um, and sure. it, so it 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 really does uh, vary. Um, and sometimes it it takes the uh, it potentially takes the the new person that comes in uh, that says, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is what you know. Th- this is something really important. I get this. Uh, we're going to make priority. Um, we're not going to." Um, have this be something that's the responsibility of just the continuous improvement team, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like as well as you were describing uh, the, one of the, the services and the benefits that you provide, um, really an individual or organization could be at any stage of, of uh, uh, deployment or, or introduction of, of lean. And uh, I guess that would be the same for, individuals that participate and uh, you have uh, things that uh, kind of would meet them where they're at. Would that be uh, a fair thing to say? Oh, absolutely. We do very much try to offer uh, learning opportunities that are targeted toward the the different levels of, you know, I'm, I'm pretty new in lean and or I've been doing this for a few years and I have a pretty good understanding, but I want to take it to the next level, or, you know, I've moved into leadership, uh, my roles are changing, how do I make that that leap? And as we were talking, Steve, about some of the things that we do for our members, uh, of course, I didn't mention the biggest one, and that is the learning opportunities that we make available. Uh, we try to offer at least two learning opportunities every month. Um, that our members can take an advantage of. So just in May, for example, we have a two-day learning event around creating a successful office, and that is being taught by Jim Benson, the author of Personal Kanban. Um, We have a tour of Vermeer Manufacturing, and we have a Lean Leadership Roundtable where we will have ILC members sharing um, their experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, of lean leadership. So that gives you a real flavor. We really try to offer a mixture of things. Um, And as you said, no matter what point you are on in your own lean journey, uh, there's bound to be something that you're going to uh, find that you can gain from. Well, and and I appreciate that. Um, 
that that description there and, and stepping into the the, uh, the conversation there about some of the uh, the learning opportunities, and I know that I've uh, greatly benefited from uh, participating. And one of the things that I've always uh, I think seen and uh, um, uh, it's been impressive to me is again the collaboration, uh, the collaborative attitude that. Uh, that uh, the members have, and, and I recall, you know, sitting at a at a table, we were discussing things and, and having different organizations, different industries represented, and uh, everybody uh, working to uh, uh, to share with one another and, and uh, uh, gain a, a better understanding of the things. And so, uh, kudos to you and the rest of the uh, the board for really, um, I think, setting that uh, that uh, tone. Uh, if you would. Well, the, the strength of the com consortium has always been our membership. That from, from day one, uh, it has been uh, individuals and organizations who stepped up from all different types of organizations and said, you know, we want to belong to this and, you know, we want to learn from each other. And that is absolutely what makes the ILC as strong as it is. That that willingness to share uh, with each other is invaluable. One of the things that we talked about again, members. But what if somebody's not a member? Uh, can they still benefit from uh, the Iowa Lean Consortium? It is possible to attend our events as a non-member. Okay. Um, I will mm -hmm. say, though, that you're going to pay a non-member rate, uh, which if you're interested in, in uh, taking advantage of the ILC, um, the math is pretty easy to do. You're going to find tremendous mm -hmm. value in actually being a member um, because so many things that we offer our members, they are without additional charge beyond their membership dues, uh, or they are at a very reduced rate. And so you're going to really experience your value as a member, even though it's possible to attend as a non-member. Mm -hmm. Teresa, we have about uh, just about three and a half minutes left to go, and I know you drove in from from the east side of uh, uh, from the uh, of the state today with uh, meeting with someone there. What, as your role as a, as a, the executive director, uh, what consumes the majority of your day? Well, it's a combination of things, Steve. Um, it is certainly uh, playing a role in helping to pull together um, the particular events and learning opportunities that we offer. Um, it is also um, following up uh, to requests from our members. Uh, we get requests. Uh, we want to uh, connect with a company who's particularly good in the use of this tool, or we're looking for someone to benchmark in this particular area. So there are a lot of uh, those, those are probably the two biggest things are direct assistance to our members um, as well as uh, pulling together the events uh, that we do. Now, saying that, I want to also note that we have, uh, first of all, we have a fantastic coordinator, Tracy Schuster, who does so much for the consortium, and we wouldn't be where we are without her. Um, and we also have, we have a strong board that puts a lot of time in, and we have three fantastic teams, events, marketing, and membership, comprised of volunteers uh, from the ILC membership, and they do so much for us, uh, just like you, 
and the ILC Radio Network. As we wrap up here, um, is there anything else that uh, that you'd like to, to share to make sure that uh, uh, you've had the opportunity to uh, to uh, communicate to uh, to the listeners? I think just that anyone who's not a member of the ILC into belonging to us, we really are a dynamic, member-driven organization. We're here to serve uh, those who belong to us. And for our mm-hmm. members who, uh, who are members, uh, we want to make sure that everyone takes full advantage of the many membership benefits that we do offer. And I would once again encourage uh, individuals that uh, that are not. I certainly, uh, uh, as I say, I'm uh, a member myself, and I would strongly encourage individuals or organizations to certainly uh, join up with the ILC. It's been a benefit to to me, and it's uh, been a benefit to the organizations that I serve as a trainer and uh, and consultant. Um, as we close again, I do want to remind you that you can find the Iowa Lean Consortium at www.iowalean.org and uh, certainly get on there take a look at uh, the membership opportunities and the events coming up and also I would assume there's a contact page there as well Teresa there certainly is all right Um, well Teresa I'd like to again thank you for being a guest on our show and um, uh, thanks again for the work that you and your team are doing with the ILC Yes, you're very welcome, and thank you for this opportunity. All right, thanks again, and folks, we will be on next time. Thanks so much for listening. You're a business owner. Check. You have business owner's insurance. Check. And 10 years ago, that went about enough. Today, small businesses are being targeted and taken down by hackers. Medical offices, consultants, CPAs, any business that's built success has everything to lose. You probably have cybersecurity installed on your computer. Check. But you probably don't have cyber insurance. Coverage against loss and damage if your data is compromised. Cyber policy covers that gap. CyberPolicy.com shops the leading cyber insurers to find you the right policy at the right price to avoid a catastrophe. Coverage against loss and damage if your data is compromised. Get a custom quote today in just four minutes. And for a limited time, use the promo code BLOGTALK to get Norton's small business protection for up to five devices. Free when you sign up for cyber insurance. Plan. Prevent. Insure. Visit cyberpolicy.com. That's cyberpolicy.com. It's Memorial Day. It's time to get out of town and get on the water. This summer, gear up for the fish, the food, and the family. Cabela's Memorial Day Sale. Family events, amazing deals. Your one stop before the campfire. Save $200 on Champion Patriot Generators. $100 on Select Kayaks. And get Cabela's Adult and Youth Deluxe Flotation Vests for just $9.99. Plus, come in and celebrate our hometown heroes event. See store for details. Shop in store and online at cabelas.com.